Welcome to Kuhau Podcast. We thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening in with us, we want you to know that you are a part of a new loving family. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope that this message encourages you and transforms your life. Now stay tuned for today's message. It's like, well, that's not, that's good because it makes sense. But what if God told you to be generous beyond your means? And, and that might not make sense, but it could be God's perfect will for your life. But if you're not tuned in, if your mind has not been renewed, you'll be saying, that's all good. That's all good. Yeah, it's okay. And you accept everything that comes your way. You accept every thought that comes in your mind and you call it good. But God says, man, if you would have been able to renew your mind just a little bit, you wouldn't have been able, you wouldn't have, you would have been able to determine with accuracy that that wasn't good, even, even though that's not God, even though some people said it was good. He says, he says, don't conform to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And, and, and I love it that the God of the universe, the God who knows every outcome, the God of, of the world that knows every detail, that the Bible says that not one hair of your hair, head is counted, is uncounted. That it doesn't say he knows the numbers of your head or, or of the hair. He says he has your hairs numbered. That means he knows when hair follicle 356 falls down. The intricate imagination of God is made available to humanity only through the lenses of a renewed mind. And this is why you have people after a couple of years that they're serving God. You know what they say? They say things like, you know what? I just don't see that like that anymore. I know they hurt me. I know they gossiped about me. I know they said what they said. And, and people are like, but shouldn't you be upset? Shouldn't be angry at them? Shouldn't you retaliate and be like, you know what? I just don't see that like that anymore. The way I see it now is that what the devil meant for evil, God has meant for good. I just don't see it that way anymore. I got a testimony now. Guess what Marco said a couple of minutes ago? He says, I used to see myself through the lenses of this mirror, but now I can see the lenses through the mirror, which is the word of God. And when I see, I see the righteousness of God. When I look at the mirror, I see the goodness of God. Why? Because my mind is being renewed. I ain't got time to be wasting on looking at things that are going to conform me to this world. I ain't got time to be wasting to, to be hanging out with in situations that are going to conform me to this world. Ain't nothing going to get in my way from reaching and seeing and hearing everything that God has for me. If you believe that, give God a shout of praise in this room. He says, don't, do not be conformed. Do not imitate. This word conform is actually to pour into a mold. Many times we are pouring ourselves into the mold of something we were never meant to be shaped in. He says, this is how not to renew your mind. Don't conform to the patterns of this world. And I want to be very clear that we're not talking about people being evil. We're talking about a system that is governed through principalities. We're talking about a system of thought. Many times when the Bible uses words uh, like the world, we'll look at, 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 at it as people. But, and then we demonize people and we make people evil. It says don't conform to the patterns of this world. What it's talking about is a philosophy of thought. It's a function. Don't be conformed to that. 
but be transformed. And sometimes, here's the truth, like if we're being honest today, sometimes can we be, be honest? Like, like it's easy for a preacher like me to get up on stage and be like, change your perspective. And you're like, like if you're really thinking about that when a preacher comes in, and I've done it all the time, hey, change your perspective. But what if the options of your perspective are limited to an unrenewed mind? So, so your options are really just from bad to worse, but it's never the perfect will of God. See, I'm not calling people to change their perspective to a better perspective. I'm calling people to change their perspective to a godly perspective. And you can never change your perspective to a godly perspective unless you add the addition of options through a renewed mind. So we may not be able to change our perspectives overnight because when it talk, talks about the uh, conforming, it's actually a, a slow process of adopting the philosophies. And how many of you guys know that things don't happen overnight? You didn't, you didn't land in this situation. That's like when people like come up to me like, Pastor, I messed up. When? Friday. No, you didn't. You messed up probably like three weeks ago when you knew Friday was going to happen and you should have prevented it. It doesn't happen overnight. It's it usually a, a, a slow process. And, and so here's the truth. We, we may not be able to change our perspectives overnight, but here's what we can do. Here, you may not be able to control every thought that comes into your mind, but you are able to control the role models of your mind. See, we are able to determine the thing that influences us the most. And we can make a decision and we can make a, we can make a choice today that, that, that there are things that are going to influence my mind. And as long as these things are influencing my mind, then i got to make a decision where whether this is going to influence my mind to be conformed to the patterns of this world or is this going to influence my mind to be renewed so that I can see the perfect and pleasing and acceptable will of God. I don't know about you, but I want my eyes to be open. I want my ears to open. I want my heart to be open to everything that God has for me. And so... Let, let me give you these three things, these three things, and I'll, and I'll just run it real quick. These three things. Number one, these are the, the, the role models of your mind. Everybody got a role model. Like Mike, I want to be like Mike. I want to be, I want to be like Mike. I want to be Mike. Anyway, we all have role models, right? We all have people that we have aspired to be, but our mind also has a role model. And the first role model of your mind is that we all have mental role models. The first one is, what is it that you're reviewing? And what is it that we're re not reviewing? I, I, knew, I knew there was no amens going to come right there. Some people went, oh, my goodness. How many of you know that there are things that I should not be looking at over and over and over and over and over again? And there are some things that I should be reviewing over and over and over again. When you think about the word review, it's the thing that you're looking at over and over. It's the thing that you're studying. It's the thing that's in front of your face most of the time. Like I remember in history, in history class when the, 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 the professor would say, uh, you're going to study for this test. And what he would say is that, your review is in chapter 4, so you need to review chapter 4 to be ready for the test that's happening on Friday. And if you spend your time studying chapter 5, how many of you know that no matter how much you study chapter 5, no matter how much time you spend with chapter 5 in front of you, when you get to your test on Friday, you will not be ready to pass the test. Why? Because you've been reviewing the wrong thing. 
And so many of us are frustrated because we are failing the test in life. Let's be honest. We're failing the test every time it comes right in front of us. Why? Because not in battle are we failing. It's the preparation for battle that we're failing at. It's that we've been studying the wrong thing. It's that we've been consuming the wrong content. And many times when you consume the wrong content, the wrong content will end up consuming you. Like, I, like How many of you know there's some shows I just cannot watch? Pastor Rowe, why are you getting in my business? I did not give you permission for that. Like, I mean, you know, like, there's some shows I cannot keep watching. You know why? Because every time I watch the show, the more and more I watch it, let's be honest, I feel myself conforming and compromising to the things of this world. <laughs> Like, I'm, try, I'm trying to love my enemies. I can't be listening. I got enemies, got a lot of enemies. I just can't. I'm trying to love my enemies. And when the test comes to pass, I fail. Why? Because I've been reviewing the wrong thing. Hmm. I mean, you know, there's, again, it's not, the purpose is not to demonize people, but there are some people that you got to learn that they can no longer be influences in your life. There's some people that just can't be influences in your life. They can't be because the truth is what you are reviewing and what you're not reviewing becomes a role model to the way you think. And there's some people that they're going to help you either conform to the patterns of this world or they're going to help you renew your mind. There's some places. God bless you. I'll see you next week. Part two coming soon. There are some places that I can't cap, keep having in front of my face that I, I can't keep going to. Why? Because I don't know, every time I go to that place, I find myself conforming to the patterns of this world. And how many of you know that there are some places that you absolutely need to keep going to because every time you go to it, it's renewing your mind. It's giving you a new perspective. It's allowing you to see what God has for you. Come on. <laughs> it's what we are reviewing over and over and over, but it's also what we are uh, repeating. What is, it, what is it repeating talks about? What is it that we're practicing? See, Philippians chapter 4 Verse 7, it says, look what it says. It says, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ. And now, dear brothers, one final thing. Fix your thoughts. Review, review on what is true, what is honorable, what is right, what is pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. But look what verse 9 says. It says, keep putting it. To practice. And much of what we get in life and much of the way we see God and we see his will is determined what we're practicing. What is it that we're repeating? Your health right now, the shape of my body is a byproduct of what I've been repeating. Is everybody scared to laugh? This is like, give us permission, Pastor, or give us eye contact, something. Right? Like, am I going to the gym or am I going to the restaurant a little too often? You know what I'm saying? 
It's what we're practicing. It's what we're repeating over and over and over again. It's the thing that we practice the most. This is why we have things called, this is why we have things called growth track. Why? Because we want to give people the habits that they need to put into practice so that their mind can be renewed. And oftentimes, if, if we're just catching what we're receiving but never putting it to practice, it never actually becomes part of who we are. When I'm, when I'm practicing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, they teach me over and over. Every Tuesday, I'll get a new move to learn. But the truth is that if I don't put that move to practice, it never becomes part of the arsenal that I have to defend myself. And too many Many of us have, have exp- spent our lives practicing with the wrong weapons for the wrong battle. And, 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 and Philippians chapter 4 says, keep putting into practice. Keep putting into practice. That's why we have growth track to help you put into gra- uh, practice. That's why we have community groups to help you put into practice. That's why we have prayer night to help you put it into practice. That's why we have Sunday to help you put it into practice. I don't know about you, but I need to start repeating some things that are going to help my mind to be renewed. Come on. Last thing as the worship team comes up and is this final point, and I need you to catch this. If you don't catch anything today, catch this one thing. The role models of our mind is what we are constantly reviewing. What is it that you are looking at? What is it, what are the places that you keep going? What, there's some places I just don't go, not because I don't want to associate with people. It's just I know that there are things that have effects on me that make me conform to the patterns of this world. I know there are things that I can't do. I know that I can't do, I can't put this into practice. I do this one. I, I, listen, I was watching rap battles for like a week. And, and then it turned into a month. And then I thought I was a rap battler. And then it started affecting. And then it started affecting the way I just live. And I quickly caught it. I said, oh, snap. Guess what? I stopped watching. Now, this is for me. I'm just letting you know for me. I just stopped watching that content. And guess what? The thing that I was complaining about, I didn't realize that it came in the seed form of the rap battles. There's just some content I can't consume, and there's some things that I can't practice. And oftenly, oftenly, what we consume, we end up practicing. But another role model of our mind is not only what we review, it's not only what we repeat, it's what we are resisting or not resisting. And it's hard to resist an enemy you don't recognize. But it's harder to recognize the Holy Spirit that you're resisting without realizing. Like we said at the beginning of this message, that the place that the enemy roars the loudest is in the walls of your head. And if you don't know and find God's will, you'll always be lost in your mind. This is where you end up being tormented. This is where you end up being stressed out. And the, and the, and the enemy knows what, what, what to do to get a reaction out of you. One of my favorite fighters, I, I don't condone his behavior, but as a fighter, I appreciate his thought on, 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 unarmed, on unarmed combat. And he said, the reason that I can land the punches that I land, as, the, as he was answering a question, He says, the reason that I can land the punches that I land 
is because, not that my opponent is not prepared for it, because he's an elite fighter. He says, that, he says, what I do is I first throw out a bait punch to get him to react. I predict the reaction that I want. So if I want him to go left, I throw out the feint that I know he'll react to go left. And that's when I capitalize with the punches that I throw. And oftentimes we're losing the battles because we're reacting. We're reacting. Oh, I know how to get her to react that way. I just got to do this. She reacts that way. And then I throw the blow. And many of us, we think that enemy's trying to hit us with a knockout punch. And he's not. You think, that, you think the enemy, if he can come, like if the enemy showed up at your doorstep, you know exactly what to do. But the problem that, that he doesn't, he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. He's not coming out. You see a wolf, you, you know how to resist a wolf. But if you see a sheep, you'll, hey, he's a cute. And this is what the Bible says. The Bible says this. It says in, in 1 Peter, be alert and what? Sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion. Where? In your mind. Looking for someone to devour. Many of us hear this verse and we think we need to be on the defense. What you don't realize is that the enemy is looking for someone to devour. What does that mean, Pastor Roe? It means that he can't just devour anyone. He's looking for those that will allow him to have his way in their life. And that's why he says, be sober-minded. In other words, don't be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be renewed-minded. Why? So that you can determine the will of God, but you also know how to warrior like a champ. And there are things that we should be resisting that we're simply allowing in our lives. There are things that we are accepting when we should be fighting against in our lives. And here's what the Bible says. The Bible says, resist the devil in Corinthians. It says, resist the devil and he will flee. What's your power? All you got to do is resist the devil. And I thought about this because when I first transferred my account to Google, I've realized that Google has this beautiful spiritual gift. And it's called unsubscribe. But it also does something that Google has been able to, through algorithms, has been able to find the pattern of scammers. And they take what, be, what would come from a scammer and they will take that email and they'll put it in an email call, in a folder called junk mail. Or, or you may have it as spam. And you know what happened before that? I would spend my time, open up email. You, One million dollars, just give me your credit card. And every time I got an email in my inbox, I would open it. And when I opened the email, access was given to the intruder. But Google did something that 
that you can, you can, the more you begin to delete that, and after you delete it four, five times, ten times, you know what begins to happen? It automatically begins to send it to your junk because it says every time that email shows up on the inbox, that person deletes it. So therefore, it's no longer needed to be stored in the inbox. Let me send it to the junk mail. And here's the truth. Many of us have been wasting our time opening up the emails that have been coming in our inbox. And the enemy will throw you an email and you open it. Is this true? I don't know. Is this true? Is this real? I don't know if this is, if this is going to be, if this, oh, this, this seems like a promise. This seems like a good thing, but it's not a God thing. I don't know. I don't know. And, and, and all you need to learn how to do is, number one, hit delete. But when you begin to delete one, oh, devil, I'm going to resist you. Then comes another, another email. Oh, devil, I'm going to resist you. Then comes another email in this inbox. Oh, devil, I'm going to resist you. Those emails begin to be sent to a folder, and it's called junk mail. And I love it because in that junk mail, there's another folder can take that junk mail into captivity and it's hold it's called holding every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ so every time I get an email about anger it's gonna go to my junk mail every time I get an email about fear I'm not gonna open it up anymore that's going to my junk mail every time I get an email about insecurity I'm gonna send it to the junk mail Every time I get an email about doubt, it's going to go to my junk mail. I don't got time. I don't got room to hold it in this inbox. It's going to the obedience of Christ. Our mind is going to be renewed. Our hearts are going to be transformed so that our eyes can be opened and we can see the perfect and pleasing and acceptable will of God. Give him a shout of praise. Open up your mouth. Get up on your feet this afternoon. Thessalonians, look what it says. It's the role models of your mind, it's what you're resisting, but it's also what you are not resisting. And many times the enemy has had his way in your life simply because we have chosen to open up the email and not resist. All you gotta do is resist. And it's if you resist, he will flee. But oftentimes, because our mind has been conformed. We're resisting the wrong one. And Paul had to write this to the church in Thessalonica. He says, be joyful always. Pray at all times. Be thankful in all circumstances. This is what God wants for your life. Your life, your union with Jesus Christ. Now what, look what it says. It says Do not restrain the Holy Spirit do not despise inspired messages put all things to the test and keep what is good and avoid every kind of evil 
But this part where it says, do not restrain the Holy Spirit. Kuhau, can I be honest with you? There's so much that the Lord wants to do in our life. And if you've ever been like me, you got to be honest. How many of us have tried to resist what the Holy Spirit has tried to do? I've been there. The Holy Spirit is like, I want to lead you. I want to open up your eyes. And you're like, nah, not right now. Maybe later. And the, and the, the enemy can try to force you, but the Spirit of God never forces you. He will always nudge you. He will always, hey man, I'm here. Are you ready for me to do what I've been wanting to do? You know what? It's exactly what you want to do. You just don't know it yet. But once your mind becomes renewed, you'll be able to see in retrospect that it's what you wanted all along. And maybe you're here in this place and you've been resisting the Holy Spirit. And your mind has not been able to be renewed because you are resisting. No, no, not right now. And it's not that you're evil. It's not that you're malicious. It's not that you're... It's just... I wonder how much that the Holy Spirit is unable to do in your life because you feel like you're not ready. I wonder how much we hinder our own growth because of this statement later what about this what about these two favorite words one day I'll I wonder how much we've disqualified ourselves from receiving all that God has for us later not Pastor Ro, next time I'll do I'll do growth track next time I'll, I'll go I'll join a community group next time I'll I'll give my life to Jesus and I'll be baptized, but I'll do it next time. And, and right now, I'm just not ready. I just, you know, I just got a lot going on. And, and there's just so much that, I, that needs my attention. And God's saying, can I have your attention for a little while? I promise you, I promise you. I promise you that if you just lay by my feet and you allow my spirit to transform and shape you renew your mind, you will see with eyes open wide, with hearts open wide, with ears open wise, how high, how long, how deep, how wide my plans are for you. If you're here today, I, I want to pray for you too. With every eye closed and every head bowed. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Our mission here at Christ Uncensored House of Worship is to love God, love people, and love life. Kuhau is a place where our story is still being written. Together, we can do more than we can ever do alone. If this message has encouraged you and you wish to partner with us in taking this message all across the world, go to kuhau.com slash give or follow us on any social media platform. Thank you in advance for your support and generosity. Come and begin a whole new journey with us.